0: If you've listened to this podcast even once, you know that I'm a huge fan of therapy, but sometimes our schedules are too tight. We can't get over the fear of actually meeting a therapist in person, or maybe there's other barriers like finances, insurance, or transportation issues, but onlinetherapy.com is here to help. You can connect to hundreds of licensed therapists from your phone, tablet, or laptop from anywhere in the world via phone, text, or video chats. Visit my Instagram page at the Melanin360 Podcast and click on the link to find my onlinetherapy.com offer code to receive 20% off of your first month. Don't let another day go by without getting the mental health that you need. Find a therapist at onlinetherapy.com today. What it do, Black people? It's your favorite host, Jerray, and I just wanted to take a second to say if you're here because you love the podcast or you just really like the sound of my voice, make sure you download, subscribe, and give a five star rating wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're really in a supportive mood, please consider contributing to the show. There's three different ways to give via PayPal at melanin360biz at gmail.com, by Cash App at dollar sign Melanin360 or at buymeacoffee.com slash Melanin360 because downloads, ratings, and financial support allows us to continue to bring you the amazing content you love. Now, let's start the show. Hey, crank. What it do, Black people? It's your girl, Jeray and welcome back to another episode of the Melanin 360 podcast. Can y'all believe that summer is almost gone? Oh my gosh. I feel like I waited so long for summer to get here. June was acting real stank, like it ain't want to get hot. Now it's blazing hot. The pools are open. People are vacationing. I got my my little shorts on and my sundresses. I'm all sun-kissed looking like a nice little golden chicken McNugget and it's about to be August and the kids are going back to school and then it's about to be fall again like what is going on how is it that time is passing us by like this I just really don't understand but nonetheless we are here we are alive and we are blessed so you know really How can you really complain about that? You know, at the end of the day, that's what really matters. So I felt like you all were long overdue for one of my solo rants that you all told me that you love so much. And boy, do I have a good one for y'all today. But first things first, y'all know I have to get into my '90s song choice of the week before we get down to the real nitty gritty. So this week... I am going with one of my favorite 90s R&B duos that I really wish that we got more music from because they never made a song that I didn't like. And that music duo is the group Janet I love them. And the song that I'm choosing this week was their 1994 song, Vibe. That song was everything to me. Like even though I was only about 14 at the time, I've always had grown up ears when it came to music. And I really, really love that song. It's a feel-good song. And it definitely had that mid-'90s neo-soul and fusion thing that was happening. Like, I feel like the mid-'90s was getting on the cusp of the neo-soul movement that would come um, at the turn of the decade, you know, where you had your... Uh, your Erica Badu's and your Jill Scott's and all of that that came like around the late nineties, right? This was kind of the precursor. And that song was so good. And them girls could sing. They had wonderful voices. Um And the album was great. Actually, I think both their albums that they did were really, really good. So, listen, Jeanne, if you're listening to the podcast, and I pray that you are out there, (laughs) hit me up and let us know what you've been up to. Like, I want to know, is there music I should be searching for? Are y'all still doing concerts? Like, I would so buy a ticket. Like, I really would. I haven't heard anything, but, or if y'all know anything about Jeanne, definitely Send me an email or hit me up in the comments on Instagram or something because I need to know where my sisters is at so I can support. All right. So now that we've gotten through all of that, um, let's get down to business. And I want to kind of give a disclaimer. Um, I realize that I may actually piss a few people off with my views on this topic but i'm okay with that and if you've listened to me on either this podcast or on any of my radio shows for any length of time or if you know me personally you know that i'm going to say what i feel is right and i'm going to give it to you straight with no chaser that's just how i've always been and the title of this episode might be a little misleading, but honestly, I did that on purpose. Um, Not really as clickbait, but I kind of wanted to make you think about this topic a little bit differently. And you'll see why in a minute. So I'm not going to beat around the bush anymore. Let's just let's just get down to it. So by now, we've all heard about the story of Carly Russell. But in case you've been living under several rocks the last few days, I'm just going to run down the Cliff's Notes version. Um, there was a young lady named Carly, and she is from Hoover, Alabama, which I understand is right outside of Birmingham. Um, she went missing about a week or so ago. Apparently, she got off of work. And she stopped for some food and then she made a pit stop at Target for snacks. Now, up until now, this all sounds normal, okay? Hell, this sounds like any random day of the week for me. I'm always stopping at Target for snacks and somewhere for food, but whatever. Anyway, on her way home from work in the store, she's driving down the highway and she says that she saw a toddler walking down the side of the road wearing only a diaper. She calls 911 and reports that she saw the toddler, and then she calls her sister-in-law to tell her what happened. And in the midst of that call, the sister-in-law said the phone went silent and they never heard from her again. When the police arrived, they found Carly's car, her phone, uh, her food, her wig of all things, and a few other personal items except for the snacks and they also discovered that you know there were no other cars on the road and they never saw any remnants of a toddler so now by this point by the grace of god in social media carly's face and her story is all over the internet and on every major and uh major local and national news outlet. So I'm sitting at home and I'm damn near in tears at this point because one, I'm extremely worried about this young lady and I know that trafficking is real and I know criminals have used babies and children to lure unsuspecting women. And number two, because I have never seen a non-white missing woman receive this amount of attention. I felt happy and optimistic that she would be found. And then at that point, I began to post about it on my own social media pages and I was texting the story to all of my girlfriends, wanting them to be careful and asking them to send up prayers for Carly. So the next day, they showed folks looking for her, people were uh, sending in donations to help find her and the family was holding press conferences as long as well as the police department there in Hoover, Alabama. Um, But, you know, the Twitter sleuths, honey, they going to get the tweeting and doing whatever it is that they do. And um, the police as well started discovering things and piecing together parts of the timeline and evidence. And shit was getting a little bit fishy. One of the first suspicious things that they found was that uh, they found the traffic cam of the area where her car was and where she claimed to see the toddler there was no evidence on this camera of anything that she said and carly actually said that there weren't any other cars around but the camera showed otherwise like it was only like nine something at night on a weekday there were plenty of cars this was an interstate so this wasn't like a backcountry road it was an actual interstate there were plenty of vehicles that were driving past and no one else made any 911 calls about a baby on the side of the road so now everyone including me is kind of giving a little bit of side eye to her story but i said you know what i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt i'm gonna wait until we get more information so fast forward she arrives back home like a day or two later She shows up on her parents' doorstep, supposedly dazed and confused, and they took her to the hospital. Now, the internet is going wild at this point, all right? Like, y'all are going ham out there. Shortly thereafter, the police chief held a press conference and they stated that they found no evidence of a crime and that her internet search history looked equally suspicious. Now, some of the things that she researched... In the days leading up to her disappearance, included the movie Taken. And y'all know that movie is about um, like trafficking and kidnapping. Uh, she also searched how to steal money from a cash register. She was later found with over $100 in her sock, which turned out to be money that she took from her job, which she now has been fired from. She also Googled the cost of a one-way bus ticket to Nashville. And she also looked up what was the cost and the maximum age for a Amber Alert, amongst other things. She initially told police upon her return that she was kidnapped by a man and a woman, but was able to escape. Long story short, she eventually released a statement through her attorney stating that she made the whole thing up. That's it in a nutshell. So I know I ran through that kind of fast, but if you want the longer version or you want more detail, you want to look it up for yourself because that's not really why I'm here today. I say all of that to say, don't call me Carly. And what I mean by that statement is this. If you hear that I'm missing or evidence leads people to believe that I've fallen victim to foul play, believe that shit. Please, all right? If you see my car on the side of the road or I don't show up to work for three days or you ain't heard from me and my phone is going to voicemail, this, that, and the third or, you know, I have a few girlfriends that I constantly share my location with. If that location goes dead or it ain't moved in three or four days, there is something wrong. Look for me, period, all right? I do not want to be thrown to the wind because someone who happens to look like me misled us about her disappearance now for whatever reason this country and this includes other black people believe that the thoughts and actions of one black person are somehow indicative of how all black people act and think and for whatever reason we tend not to hold other races and other groups of people to their same standard this is something that I have never ever understood We've been saying for years now how missing black people and particularly missing black women are never elevated to the national stage. And Carly may have been one of the first, but I implore you to not make her the last. The next time a woman of color goes missing, y'all better tweet and post that shit just like you did for Carly. People are actually saying now that they wish they could get their prayers back that they sent up for Carly. First of all, God is not Amazon, okay? There are no refunds on prayers. And if you're even thinking this way, I feel like you need to check yourself because if you're sending prayers that come with stipulations, that's a you issue. And yes, that lady clearly still needs prayers because she's obviously going through something to have concocted this story and took us through all of this. Whether that is something concerning her mental health or whether it's, something emotional that she's going through or whatever the situation is, something is not right. Something is going on over there for her to have just woken up one day and said, okay, I want to start a few days prior and concoct a disappearance or a kidnapping, right? Something that there, there's a disconnect there. I don't know what the outcome was that she was looking for. I really feel like she didn't think that she was going to get this much attention because history will show that black women are never elevated to this level when it comes to them being missing. So she probably thought this wasn't going to go any further than the Hoover, Alabama police department. If that, she had no idea she was going to wind up on every social media site in every group chat on CNN and NBC and all of that. She had no idea that was going to happen. And quite frankly, I mean, I can see how she kind of thought that it wasn't going to happen. Does not excuse what she did at all, at all. And I want to be very clear that I'm not excusing her behavior or excusing her actions by any means. I'm simply saying she probably didn't think all all of this through and never thought that anybody was really going to pay attention to what she was doing. All right. Now, I also want to say this again, why I say don't call me Carly. According to the National Crime Information Center, also known as NCIC, black women and girls only make up about 7% of the U.S. population. However, we account for 36% of all missing female cases in America. So if you want to talk numbers instead of percentages, that means that almost 100,000 women of color went missing, excuse me, in the year 2020. And I say women of color because I also want to be inclusive of my Latinx indigenous and trans women as well, all right um over a hundred thousand women of color went missing. I know y'all ain't seen a hundred thousand news reports. I know y'all ain't seen a hundred thousand uh special segments on c n n Okay, we might get the little missing person flyers that come across your Facebook page or something like that. You know, I get those too, but I ain't got a hundred thousand of them. So where they at? Okay, but we're constantly seeing news specials and this, that, and the third on missing white women. You know, and I'm not saying that they should not be looked for or found. We're just saying that we want the same time and attention and resources given to us. And You know, on top of the large amounts of women of color that go missing, it's only compounded if you have um, a background that's not squeaky clean, right? Or if your socioeconomic status is not, you know, upper middle class, it's even worse. Like your chances of of being helped go down drastically. So... The moral of the story is this. We did what we were supposed to do in this situation. We posted, we searched, we donated, we discussed, we prayed, we brought the issue of trafficking back to the forefront of all of the other BS that we have to keep our heads on a swivel for. I've had conversations with Um, my girlfriends about trafficking and looking over our shoulders and checking to make sure that we get home okay and the importance of sending that note back to the group chat, made it home, just pulled into the garage, pulling up now. Somebody needs to know where you're at. Making sure that at least one of your friends or family members has access to your location on your phone so we can see what's going on. Those are just things that we have to worry about because we have to look out for ourselves because obviously America isn't going to do it. The authorities aren't going to do it. The people who we pay taxes to, whose job it is to do that for us, are not going to do it. We have to take care of ourselves. All right? So we did what we were supposed to do and we should do this every time. Full stop. Point blank period. I would much rather do all of this for every missing woman and have it be a hoax than to not do it and have another woman go missing or worse never come home, okay? Or have her life snuffed out because we were too lazy to hit forward or hit send. So the next time you see a black woman or any other woman of color flash across your screen who's missing, remember that she is someone's mother, sister, friend, or loved one. And do what you can and pray for a safe outcome. And keep the memes and the insensitive jokes to yourself and at the end of the day don't call me and don't call her Carly we're all different our circumstances are different just because this one young lady did something that we don't agree with doesn't mean that everyone that looks like her is going to follow suit there are people out here that are really in need of your resources and your thoughts and prayers now and going forward Do not let this deter you from doing what you know you're supposed to do. And that's it. I'm done. I said what I had to say. So before I close out, I just want to say thank you all for listening. As usual, you can find me on Instagram at The Melanin 360 Podcast. And you can follow me personally at I am Jarae, that's at I-A-M-J-O-R-A-E. You can follow the podcast on all streaming platforms. I hope that you like, comment, share, share the podcast with your friends and family. I would really appreciate it. Um, The announcement that I wanted to make a few weeks ago, my new book is out for pre-sale right now. It will be available the 1st of August. Well, actually July 30th, but they'll be ready for mailing um, around early August and I'm so, 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 so excited about it. It is a anthology book that I wrote with um, numerous other women. And it's all about the struggles that we face it, what we face as women, excuse me, and how we overcome those struggles. And the book is actually entitled Seeing Myself in Her Story. And I'm so excited. Please support me and my co-authors. I would appreciate it. Um, You can purchase the books on my website, www.melanin-360.com. And uh, my ebook is still for sale. So, you want to start a podcast that's also available on my website. And also, if you are looking to start or revamp your podcast and you would like to do a one on one consultation with me, I also have those on my website as well. So, feel free to send me a note on my website or on Instagram and reach out. And I just want to thank you all for the continued support. Thank you for everyone who has. Uh, book the consultation with me There are people that have their podcasts up and running Thank you for everyone who has purchased a book Thank you for your support And everything you've done for me over the years And um, with that being said I will see you all next episode Peace Paving this shit crying.